Hi, everyone. I know recently we announced we were going to two episodes a week and then three episodes a week. But you know what? There are just too many episodes. So we are going to back to five episodes a week. Still a reduction from seven, but there were just too many interviews scheduled, and I didn't want to make all the authors wait for too long. So I hope you can keep up with me. Listen to one a week as you're on your way to work or on your way home or putting your kids to bed or whatever it is you're doing. Moms don't have time to read books now five times a week. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Mom deserves better than a drugstore card. This Mother's Day, surprise her with a truly special personalized card from Moonpig. Add your favorite photos, a heartfelt message, and we'll even mail it for you the same day, all for just $5. From mom to grandma, we have something to celebrate every mom in your life. Every mom deserves a Moonpig card. Get 50% off your first card at Moonpig.com. Moonpig.com Hi, I'm Zivi Owens, and you're listening to Moms Don't Have Time to Read Books. This 30-minute podcast features a new author interviewed by me every single day, 365 days a year for about 30 minutes. I am also the publisher for Zibby Books, which publishes 12 books a year in fiction and memoir. Our books are already out now. You can check it out on zibbybooks.com. And we have a magazine called Zibby Mag, where we have lots of wonderful essays and lifestyle features. That's at zibbymag.com. We have classes at zibbyclasses.com. And I recently opened a bookstore in LA called Zibby's Bookshop at 1113 Montana Avenue at 11th Street in Santa Monica. I hope that you are able to enjoy some of our other offerings. But this here podcast is the basis of all of it and started in 2018. And no matter what I do, this is basically my favorite thing. Enjoy. Jamie Lee Curtis is back on the podcast. She was on once before, and now here she is again. It's always such a joy to talk to her because, you know, everybody loves Jamie Lee Curtis, especially me. And I've idolized her for so long, and she's so cool. Anyway, Jamie Lee Curtis is the author of Just One More Sleep, All Good Things Come to Those Who Wait and Wait and Wait. She is an author, actor, activist, sister, friend, wife, and mother. Jamie Lee Curtis is the New York Times bestselling author of numerous picture books, including Tell Me Again About the Night I Was Born, Today I Feel Silly, I'm Gonna Like Me, and My Brave Year of Firsts. You can follow her on Instagram at Jamie Lee Curtis. She's also the founder of My Hand in Yours. Good morning. Thanks for coming back on Moms Don't Have Time to Read Books. Delighted to talk to you again. 
I am one of you, although my children are now grown. So in fact, I'm cheating a bit because maybe we'll do a sister podcast called Grandmas Who Have, although I don't have grandchildren, but Grandmas Who Have Time to Read Books. Amazing. I think that's actually who's listening to this podcast. Okay. <laughs> I maybe But you could do it. Maybe oh. taking a walk with their walking sticks. <laughs> I'm happy. If you want to do a spin-off, let's do it. I'm totally happy about that. <laughs> okay. Good morning or good afternoon or day or yes, evening, whatever or it even is. Um whatever year it is. Hello. <laughs> hello. It's so ironic to be doing this conversation with you today because my son's birthday is tomorrow. He's turning nine. It's been, you know, it's like a national holiday around here. We've been counting down for months and months and months. And literally, he's like, I just have to go to bed one more time. And I'm like, there it is. literally what I'm talking about this morning. So yeah. there you go. One more sleep. Yeah. And by the way, I like the national holiday. You know, we forget how big holidays and celebrations are for children. The quotidian daily grind, which moms totally can understand. Children also have the daily grind, Mm -hmm. even though we look at them like they don't have any responsibilities for the daily grind. The truth is being alive and being held responsible for the things that are part of your life each day is a grind. School is a grind, mm-hmm. everybody. I, school is not, I know we drop them off and we're like, yes. <laughs> truth is, it's a grind. It's a grind for them. They have to really focus. It's a very complicated world. And so celebrations, those moments, be it your birthday, which is, of course, the sort of universal celebration is everybody has a birthday. Yep. But all of the different celebrations, if it's a national holiday or if it's a religious holiday, there's still something that kids really, 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 really look forward to. And the the tension of time is something we as adults deal with all the time. I mean, j- just being a human mom and trying <laughs> to manage time management But for children, time, particularly young, young children, time is amorphous. They don't really under, it's not concrete. It isn't something they haven't learned clocks yet. They Mm -hmm. don't, that's why one more sleep is such a perfect, or three more sleeps. It's a really beautiful way of compartmentalizing, containing time. Yes. In a very manageable way for children. So true. You know, it's funny. It's like how dogs have no sense of time. You know how like you can go out and then you come back and for them, you could have been gone for two days or it could have been like 20 minutes, but they're just as excited to see you. <laughs> yes. yes. I, I, I worked with a dog trainer once who said, don't make a big deal about coming home. Like if you're away, when you walk back in the house, Walk like if you're away for on a trip for like two weeks or three weeks. In my case, I go away for months sometimes. When you come back home, I was told, although I don't think I ever did it, but I was told, walk in the door as if you just walked out to get the mail and they won't greet them the way you would greet them the way you would if you just got the mail. No, no, it's hard. (laughs) And at one time, I went down to the basement to get like our big suitcases that we needed for a trip and came back up and 
our dog thought we had been gone. You know, like she was so excited. Right. I'm like, it's literally, it's been like one minute I went to the basement of this building. But anyway, uh, but the same thing, concepts of time for dogs or for small children or even not so small children to have it be punctuated by something so different where you get a day. I mean, birthdays aren't necessarily, and I know the book is not just birthdays, it's all these things to celebrate and and the wonderful ways where an average day becomes a party, like so yes. fun. Like, yes. that's so great that we do that. We don't have to have holidays. Like, this must be so exciting for, you know, we take it for granted. We do take it for granted. And I got a very early review, like in October for a book being published in January from Publishers Weekly, who called it a raucous celebration of celebration. And mm. I just thought, well, there, we're done. Yes. I called I called the publishers. I was like, guys, we are done. Like, <laughs> that's it. If we can put that across banners across the like this the world, a raucous celebration of celebration, we're done because it's exactly what it is. Yes. The, it's not just the day, it's the whole yes. way that, that day becomes a celebration. And I don't know if you know how this was born, this book. Tell me, tell me how it was um, born. It was during COVID. And my neighbor, Betty, lives right next door, who is now seven, but she was five. And, you know, we were still, this was December of 2020. So at this point now, the pandemic had been nine months. We had all gotten very used to masking and social distancing and staying very far away. And I was out getting the mail and uh, Betty and her mom were taking a walk and it was Christmas Eve. Mm. And from 10 feet away, I saw her and went, hey, Betty, aren't you excited? Santa's on his way. And she looked at me <laughs> and she got very stern and she put her finger up and she said, no, Jamie, one more sleep then Santa. And in that second, I realized, oh, right. The concept that Santa is in the air, right? Like the concept of Christmas Eve and mm -hmm. that Santa's on his way. Useless for a small child. What she wanted was the concrete fact. The fact was I had to sleep one more time. Then I get to see what Santa brought. And like the book was born in that moment, like in that second, the way all of my books have been born, it was the moment of conception, the book kind of presented itself, it, it, you know, almost immediately to me as the books do. Mm -hmm. And I actually took a picture with Betty. Uh, we for like one second, like we pulled our masks down because I have a mirror that's for traffic, you know, for when you're mm -hmm. pulling out of a driveway. And I'm going to send it to the publishers because that picture was the moment that the book was born. Wow. Um, I think we stood next to each other for like one second outside. I won't touch. But, but, well, no, the picture. Well, <laughs> but, you know, it, it just was that was this moment of conception. Wow. 
That's amazing. Well, I love how you not only that you you pick so many holidays and celebrations, particularly Passover and Hanukkah, and you have a beautiful Seder table, and you have the. I mean, it's amazing, especially given everything going on in the world right now, to have that be so joyous, and the whole book to be about joy when things feel so dire. Yes, and you know, obviously there are. Many religious holidays that are celebrations all over the world, all over the different religions that people follow. I tried to incorporate (laughs) as many as I could. The family is obviously a mixed race family. There are adopted uh, family members. So we celebrate Chinese New Year. We celebrate Kwanzaa. We celebrate Christmas. We celebrate Hanukkah. I obviously would have liked to have been able to celebrate Ramadan and the Hindu religion uh, ce- uh, celebrations and so many others. But of course, I couldn't figure out a way to do all of that. But I was, you know, a, tonight is the, well, uh, whenever this is, when we are recording this together, uh, it is the first night of Hanukkah. And, um, you know, there's a beautiful, beautiful page, a a beautiful, the illustrations by Laura Cornell, my partner. Gorgeous. So many years, so colorful and joyful. And the Hanukkah page is just one more sleep till times joyful and bright Hanukkah candles for eight nights to light. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. We think of our family as we celebrate. And, you know, that's what religious holidays are, is a way to connect your present life and all its beautiful aspects and challenges, as Mm -hmm. every family has them. There's not been a family through history that hasn't gone through good times and bad, and that we, we mark holidays and celebrations as a touchstone, as a watermark of another year. We've lost people in those years. We hold those people in our minds. We bring new people into our family circle, their births and weddings. So that the other beautiful part of holidays for children is it is a family time. Mm -hmm. That's the beautiful you're not alone usually on a holiday and the holiday is filled with other people. And this book is chock-a-block filled with people. And again, a beautiful, beautiful melange of human beings coming together to, to experience life and the joy of, of celebration. And really the joy of connection. I mean, That's it's at the heart of everything. It's what makes so many things meaningful. And yet it's easy in our crazy, busy day-to-day lives, even with the kids and all of their busy things and school and activities and whatever. Like when you stop and you get together and take a minute to have that special group family dinner or whatever, it's almost not even about the holiday. It's just about, okay, like this, these are the times that matter. Why is yes. it so hard? Why do we have to set only a couple days a year for this? Yes. And my experience as a mother was I was always looking ahead because the nature of children is you're always looking ahead. They are growing. So nothing fits. Mm -hmm. Like you're always looking, you're buying the next size up. You're 
you're in one school, you're thinking about, okay, now what's the next school that we have to think about? And celebrations ground you in the present, as you said. Yes. yes. Uh, my experience as a mom was, because I'm a very type A person, was just the constancy of the next indicated thing that needed to be done so I could be ahead of it. And, but you know, uh, you're in kindergarten, you're thinking about college. I mean, it's, <laughs> and what celebration does is it stops all of that noise. It stops all of the to-do lists. It yes. stops the future thought and even stops the past thought and mm-hmm. does bring you is it, into the present, Yes, which is such a beautiful use of the word present. Mm-hmm. It, it is a present to yeah. be present. Yes. To be in presence of other people, uh, to bear witness to a celebration together is really at the center of a book. This is a book for young children. It's meant primarily to be read by adults to children who are just beginning to understand the celebrations that this is your day coming up and we celebrate you or it's grandma's birthday coming up and it's mother's day or it's father's day or it's Whatever, you know, it's America's birthday, it's the 4th of July, or it's a holiday, Easter. Mm -hmm. I thought that was interesting that you didn't call it the 4th of July. You called it America's Day. America's Day, yeah. Well, it had to do with rhyming. (laughs) To be honest, you know, I I barely got out of high school. So the fact that I write books that rhyme demands like some version of (laughs) a vocabulary. And, you know, I'm, I, I, my first two books that I wrote way back in the day when I never thought I would write a book in my life. And then my four-year-old said something funny and I wrote it down. And then I wrote a whole list of things, you know, she ran into my room. Uh, The last thing in the world I thought I would do is write a book. I never in a million years would write a book. And my then four-year-old kind of marched into my office. I remember everything about the day. I remember where I was sitting what she was wearing and she marched into my office from down the hall where she was alone in her room which at four in a baby safe room you can leave them alone in their room for half an hour playing with blocks or um, playing house or whatever she was playing you know you 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 don't have to be just sitting there with them at all times because you've baby safed the space. Anyway, she marched in my room with her hands on her hips. And she, she declared to me when I was little, I wore a diaper, but now I use potty. And, you know, she was very definitive and kind of declarative that like, this is like, I'm like this. And she was talking about her past Mm -hmm. the way I talked about haircuts and bell bottoms, you know, like I would look back on my life and go, oh, those chemin de fer bell bottoms. <laughs> she was looking back on her life, even though she was four. Mm-hmm. And I wrote down on a piece of paper when I was little, a four-year-old's memoir of her youth. And it made me laugh out loud. And then I wrote a list of things that she couldn't do and now could do. And at the end, I wrote three things. I wrote, when I was little, I didn't know what a family was. 
When I was little, I didn't know what dreams were. Mm. When I was little, I didn't know who I was. But now I do. And the minute I wrote, now I do, I started sobbing. Because oh. it made me realize in that second that that four-year-old really was her own person with mm-hmm. her own sense of accomplishment and challenge and tastes and interests. And although those grow and develop more by four, I think, you know, kids are pretty cooked. They really do kind of let you know who they are. And that idea of self-identification made me so sad that she was already four. You know, four is high school. (laughs) Four is college. The entirety of that, like the entirety of high school, my daughter's been alive. What are you talking about? (laughs) It was so shocking to me that the compartmentalization of four years Mm -hmm. and I didn't realize it was a book until I was crying. And then I went, oh, this is a book for children. And I sent it to Harper and Roe at the time. Wasn't even HarperCollins. And I asked them, I went to them because they had published a book that Laura Cornell had done her first book with an author named Leah Kamiko called Annie Banani, which my daughter's name is Annie. And we had that book from the day she was born. and. I loved her illustrations. And so I went to the publisher of a, you know, I sent it to a publisher who had published her drawings. They put us together and we've made 15 books together now. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Oh my gosh. Well, I have to say, and I'm not just saying this, but I think this is my favorite of all of, all of the books. Ooh. I really do. I love the fir- I love all of them, but there's something so pure and simple mm. and joyous and like, 
you can't help but feel a part of it on some like universe level today. Yeah. Like that we're all kind of in it together. And like, I'm excited too. Like I'm a mom and a, you know, grown up and I'm still, I still get excited for things that are one more sleep away. Like, don't you? Like, what are you, of what's course. one more sleep away that you're excited about? Well, uh, you know, uh, for me, I love my job. And, you know, actors don't get to do their main job very often. Mm. Talk about it a lot. You wait, you know, we've just had an actor's strike where everything was pushed off for months and months and months. There's been a lot of waiting. Mm-hmm. I've been an actor since I was 19. I am 65. I've waited for opportunities that I now, through the miracle of the universe, <laughs> get, that I didn't get. And now I get to. So now all of a sudden I have opportunities to do the work I love to do in a field that I've been working in for a very long time. So I get excited about that where I can't sleep the night before I'm, I'm in you know, all of the first day of school jitters. But I, I'm joyful every day. I'm one of those people. Duh. I mean, you can just tell. And this is like. It's 7.30 in the morning for me, and I am, like, on fire. Like, I am just <laughs> owning the day. Like, I am that person. I wake up fully formed and ready to go at 4.30 in the morning. I'm just that. There's never been, unless I had a cold or something, I have never kind of woken up and been like, oh, God. I am this energized at 4.30. Like nope. that's With, Without I'm coffee? Sick. Yeah. I mean, I'd like a good cup of coffee, but I don't need it. You don't need it. Wow. And I am the switch. You know, I am like on off by 4.30 at night. I'm, a you know, my, I'm, my dimmer is dimming. I mean, I'm a morning person. So I wake up joyful and the promise of a new day. I'm also sober. I'm in recovery. Like I love the promise of a new day. And so I am that person all the time but i agree with you i i'm it's it's what marks it's the it, it, it are the they are the markers like in my family starting the i do my christmas shopping in august why <laughs> because from the beginning of november it's my birthday thanksgiving my daughter's birthday my anniversary christmas hanukkah and then my daughter-in-law's birthday, all within about two and a half weeks. So the end of the year in my family is a big celebration time, you know, and I like to be prepared for that. I like to have it ready to go so that I can actually enjoy the holiday rather than the oppression of like, oy, 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 I have, you know, there's so much to do. I'm one of those people. I'm Maybe some of your listeners are defollowing you or whatever you do. <laughs> Because they're like, I don't like her. That is not true. I don't like her. I don't want to know that she does that because they're feeling it right now. Because right now, I I don't know when this airs, but you and I are talking on December 7th, the first day of Hanukkah, the first night of Hanukkah. And, you know, you you know, the phrase, the clock is ticking. Um, You know, this is what the book is about. Time. Yes, And the compartmentalization of time in small children's mind by sleeping. But for adults, we don't do so much sleeping. (laughs) The children are asleep and we're the ones up going, 
how do you put together the the new bike after you're exhausted and all you want to do is also join your child in sleep and dreaming of the next day but you know that it's your responsibility being a parent is hard joyful but hard for sure but those moments that are sometimes stressful in the present you know like when my kids were little some of the holidays you wrote about in the book I remember thinking like, oh my gosh, Thanksgiving used to be so stressful and I would race after them. And, you know, now that I'm older, I'm like, oh, but remember that Thanksgiving when like my kid was running around naked? Like that was so funny. Let's just talk about Thanksgiving for a second. Okay. It's a roasted bird. Why do people freak out? Do you roast a chicken? (laughs) If you're not vegetarian, I mean, if you eat meat, do you roast a chicken? Do you freak out? When you're going to roast a chicken for dinner? I'm always just amazed that people are like, oh my God, it's like, I can't handle it. And I'm, you just roasted for a longer time. You don't have to do anything. Like the combo of the oven and the bird, it just sort of happens. Yeah, just put it in. It's not like we're sauteing anything, so. Thank you. Or souffleing. Yeah, Which have to, you know, whatever. Yeah, roasting is the easiest of all the <laughs> yeah. roasting and baking. So what else, when you think about this book coming out, like what is the big takeaway for for readers, for kids? What do you want them to put the book down and say and do? I want them to recognize how lucky they are that they have family and friends and people and children and elderly people and life happening around them. We are, we are communal people. We are not supposed to be alone and life can be lonely for many people, particularly the elderly who, who had this level of family and then as what happens, people grow up and, you know, they all go off and manifest their own destinies. And so more than anything, it's a celebration for a family. I'm not hyping here. I, it's a book for young children to help them understand time mm-hmm. and, and celebration and why we do it and how we do it and how it feels and how everybody has to wait. There, you know, there is no fast pass mm-hmm. to, you know, nowadays with all of these theme parks where you can buy your way through time. Mm-hmm. That isn't how life works. Life mm-hmm. is hard. And being a child, I, I, I've i written 15 books for children, which someone years ago referred to as self-help books for children, because I recognize it's hard to be five Mm -hmm. learning how to work my control panel you know self-control when you're five it's really hard the whole idea that as a child you're running around and then all of a sudden they tell you to sit down and sit still and it's just even that alone Mm -hmm. it's super challenging so I'm not someone who is you know Uh, living in a fairy tale. I live in a real world. Children live in a real world. And as we all know, 
And there are hard things for children, and there are incredibly beautiful, innocent, joyful, childlike moments of exuberance and excitement and anticipation. And that's what this book is about. It's a book to remind us all that we're all very much alike and that we all have to wait for things. And that I hope it's a book that helps young children understand that, which is what all of these books ultimately, weirdly, all these years later have become like help books to, I mean, I wrote a book about feelings and, and today I feel silly and other moods that make my day. It's a book about feelings that it has a mood wheel on the back where you, you can one day feel really, really happy. And one day you can be really, really angry. And how does that, wait, I'm the same person. Yes. Why? And so I, I just hope these books and this one in particular is just a, a sort of joyful way of, of navigating in this case, the really joyful, fun celebrations of life. Amazing. Well, I hope if you have any spare time, if you want to do a reading at my bookstore, we have kids coming in all the time. It's right Where in Santa Monica. Store? It's in Santa Monica on Montana Avenue. And do you live in Santa Monica? I live in New York, but I'm there all the time. <laughs> I'm there well, a lot. I, and where on Montana? It's on 11th in Montana. Okay. Thanks for listening to this episode of Moms Don't Have Time to Read Books. Don't forget to follow me on Instagram at Zibby Owens and at Moms Don't Have Time to Read Books. Also sign up for my newsletter at ZibbyOwens.com and sign up for my virtual book club and meet lots of authors on Zoom every other week. Thanks so much to Steve and Ryan at Texture Sound for the sound editing. And thank you to Morning Moon Productions for providing this fantastic intro and outro music. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.